Salutations, Scoob Believer. Do you have a dream of becoming an entrepreneur, but don't know where to start or even what to do? Where can I gather information quickly about what's in my zone of genius? Don't worry, Scoob Believers. I got you covered. Go to tuepodcast.net backslash AI prompt and check out an amazing set of AI prompts that will give you ideas, information, and articles to help you get across that start line. Once again, go to tuepodcast.net backslash AI prompt to get you started now. Good luck, Scoob Believer. This is an Undiscovered Legacy production. And... I was asking her about it a little bit and she tells me, you know, it's been about two years. And then I'm like, okay, no problem. And I'm sitting there doing some of my documentation about things that I need to be, you know, addressing with her. And she says to me, is Parkinson's? And I'm like, wait, what? Excuse me? To the Undiscovered Entrepreneur, the podcast where brand new entrepreneurs come to life and could quite possibly be discovered. Join me, DJ Scoob, and the rest of the Scoob Believers as we help these new businesses become a reality. And now, away we go! Hello, Scoob Believers! And welcome to another edition of The Undiscovered Entrepreneur, and it's me, DJ Scoob, <laughs> coming at you on whatever device you happen to be listening on. Okay, so we're going to start off today right away with saying who my Scoob Believer of the Week is. So my Scoob Believer of the Week is Cindy McAdam, and they are on TikTok. And I, I, this is spelled kind of weird, so it's C-Y-N-D-I-M-C-A-D-A-M. So. You are my scuba lever of the week. I'm going to put your TikTok profile in the show notes if anybody wants to see who this scuba lever actually is. All right. So today we're talking to Amy. You know, Amy is a physical therapist, but also a health and wellness coach. She helps people understand what's happening to them and their bodies when they're going through some kind of trauma. She owns the company Camp Health and Wellness. So let's listen to Amy. Salutations, school believers, and we are here again with another amazing brand speaking entrepreneur. Today we're here with Amy. Hi, Amy. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you? I am fantastic. Thank you for asking. Thank you so, so much for agreeing to be on the Undiscovered Entrepreneur. I really appreciate you taking the time with us today. Sure. No problem. All right. So we're going to start you off here real quick with a very mm -hmm. kind of semi-serious question. Okay. You ready? Sure. Yeah. All right. Here we go. Are you a school believer? 100%. Absolutely. All right. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Absolutely love it. Every time I hear it, I think of Scooby-Doo and when I was sitting as a kid, sitting on the couch, and that was my brother's favorite TV show. And of course, having an older brother, he was in charge of the remote. So I watched a lot of Scooby-Doo and I loved it. And so it makes me think of, you know, fond childhood memories. So. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Love it. All right, Amy, just do me a favor and tell me a little bit about who you are and what your entrepreneur adventure is and how long you've actually been doing it for, okay? Sure, yeah. So um, I am a physical therapist and a health and wellness coach. I have been a physical therapist for a little over 11 years now, and the majority of that time has been spent in the home health industry, um, about the last seven or seven years or so. But I did decide to start my own business for health and wellness coaching back at the beginning of the summer. You know, we're like six months in pretty much. Um, and over the course of that six months, I've just been working on my program and just kind of building an audience and just really getting the idea of my business out there. It's it's coming along and my business is Camp Health and Wellness. Um, and it's... Essentially, I came up with the name because the letters are the first initial of the members of my family. My husband, Chris, my name is Amy, my son, Marcus, and my daughter, Piper. So awesome. I love the way you integrate your family into part of your branding. That's kind of what I do, too. My yeah. logo guys up here, my daughter actually made that for me. And that's actually Scooby-Doo as a pug because I couldn't use Scooby-Doo's magnets because Warner Brother owns Scooby-Doo. And then she sure. put a piano tie on them because I wear a piano tie. How funny. There you go. Perfect. Yeah. So I, I love the way we kind of integrate our own lives into our branding and things like that, because we are in charge of our own lives. Our lives are li our own. So right. it's like there ain't going to be nobody copying it because it's ours. That's exactly right. Well, and your family and your life really has so much to do with everything that you that you go into and why you become an entrepreneur and you know, what the whole purpose of doing all of this it really is for me, at least anyway. So it's, you know, important for me that they be a part of it. So how old are your kids, if you don't mind me asking? My son just turned six and my daughter is three. Oh, just getting started. That's awesome. Yeah. They're little ones. Yeah. So. Um, my son's 32. My daughter's 28. And my son just turned 17. So. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Love it. Okay. So back to back to what we're actually supposed to be talking about here. Okay. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> All right. Um, what actually got you started in your business? What was the catalyst that set you off? I know you said you you were in physical therapy for a while and, and doing that for eleven years, but what was the thing that said, "Hey, let's do this"? What is that? What was that like? Well, so really, over the course of my career as a physical therapist. You know, I've kind of bounced around from a couple of different settings and I've worked in a couple of different nursing homes, actually worked in the Kentucky State Prison System for a while. And but the majority of it has been spent in the home health industry. And over the course of the last seven years, it's just kind of been a steady decline on how well a person is when they get out of the hospital. And they're, people are getting discharged when they are sicker and sicker and they're coming home and having to figure it out on their own and they still feel like crap. And a lot of them are having to turn right around, go right back to the hospital. And um, I think that the straw that broke the camel's back for me was walking in to do an evaluation with a lady back in February who had Parkinson's. She'd been diagnosed roughly two years prior to that. and. I was asking her about it a little bit and she tells me, you know, it's been about two years. And then I'm like, okay, no problem. And I'm sitting there doing some of my documentation about things that I need to be, you know, addressing with her. And 
she says to me, is Parkinson's? And I'm like, wait, what? Excuse me? And I, it just like blew me out of the water. I was just like, you've got to be kidding me right now. You've had this diagnosis for over two years and you really don't even understand what it means to have this diagnosis. I mean, it's, it's a complete disservice to the patient to, for them to have absolutely no idea and no understanding of what is actually going on with them. And for no physician or any other medical provider to have actually sat down and explained to her in terms that she could understand what it what Parkinson's was and what it meant to be what it meant to have Parkinson's, what she was going to experience. And so I ended up spending the next half an hour with her really explaining in layman terms what is Parkinson's, what part of the brain does it affect, and what does that part of the brain do? Therefore, you know, kind of seeing what you're going to see in the body. And afterwards, she's just like, oh, my God, that's the best medical explanation I've ever had from anybody, ever. And I'm just like, was super relieved that she finally actually got an understanding of her disease process. But I think that that really was the straw that broke the camel's back for me. Some, I'm just like, something has got to give. These people are coming home sicker and sicker. And um, they, and no one in the medical profession, very few circumstances are there a case where your providers actually have time to sit there and explain something like that in depth. But then, and also have the ability to do it in a way that you understand. So, so then your business is basically taking over where they left off and answering those questions that they don't have time for to sit down and actually explain in, in uh, English, I guess you could say, because some of the, some of those terms are even the word Parkinson's is, is still, that's kind of a weird word. And that kind of has right. To be- well, I mean, when and the thing is that I think probably for this lady, what happened is that the term Parkinson's, it's a relatively recognizable term, I guess, because of people like Michael J. Fox or whatever. You know, people know that that's a neurological disorder, but that's about it. But I think that because so many people know that name, even though they don't understand the disease process. Doctors just assume, oh, well, you know what it is. Everybody knows what it is, right? Well, then that's not really the case. And, but I've also worked with patients who they just went in and had spinal surgery and they come home. They're like, yeah, I don't really know what they did. I'm like, excuse me, wait a minute. You let somebody cut on your back and you have no idea what they did to you? Why? Yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's really kind of sad how little information patients get from their providers, really. But I mean, the, the, the way Medicare and insurance have the demands that they've put on providers pretty much has made it impossible for for them in the clinical setting to be able to sit there and have those lengthy conversations like they need to. So, well, I got to tell you, that's a good reason why to start your business and your coaching and what you do to get that information that people are, aren't too sure about. I mean, that's huge. Yeah, exactly. All right. Well, thank you for doing that then, because <laughs> it sounds like it's really, you know, um, I don't know if you knew this or not, but I actually work in a hospital. Oh, okay. No, I did not know that. Yeah, now, it's EVS. It's nothing fancy. I just take trash around all day, but I do go through. Yeah. But I do go through that section in the hospital and I see all that actually happening. And, and a lot of times I'm wondering if these people actually know what's happening. 
And a lot of the people that are in these are, are these people are a little bit on the older side. And I wonder if they actually understand what's happening. So it's up to you, people like you, for them to actually get a hold of to be able to understand what's going on. That's exactly right. Well, and for the most part, by and large, I'd say that 95% of them have the understanding, oh, I'm going to have surgery on my back. That's it. Right. You know, they go in, they think, okay, well, I'm having pain. I need to get rid of this pain. It's becoming debilitating. And the surgeon says that this is the only choice. So I'm going to have surgery on my back. What they're going to do to me, not a clue. But I, that's what I'm going to do. Their knowledge of what actually is going to happen is very limited. And I think that really, if people knew like what the rehab was going to look like and how they were going to feel after the fact, they may question whether they had the surgery in the first place. Sometimes you get to the point where there are no other options. You either have surgery or you're in a wheelchair. Mm -hmm. But, you know, there are a lot of people that I have worked with that actually come out of surgery worse than before they went in and with a lot of complications. And so it's not always just an easy peasy, go have surgery and you're fine kind of thing. So. Yeah. Well, thank you for what you do. That's amazing. Yeah, no problem. All right. So I know you're just getting started. I guess it's only been a few months, really, like you're talking about five or six months. So even yeah. though you're just getting started, uh, what kind of pitfalls or, or problems have you come across just getting started? Um, I would say building an audience and making sure that you're getting eyes on your material and having, you know, a, a really a wide plethora of of places to pull from, um, you know, getting different eyes on your on your content and actually just building, you know, that nurturing, um, you know, trying to make sure that your audience knows who you are, why you're doing what you're doing, and that you actually know what you're doing. <laughs> you know, that they that they are able to know, like, and trust you. Um, and being able to do that and build that and get in front of enough eyes, you know, to, for people to see it that actually need these services has been significantly more difficult than you would think. It's, it takes a long time to build an audience for sure. So. It really is. This, this isn't, this isn't a quick thing. It's never really been no. a quick thing. So. No, no. I mean, especially, you know, with a lot of, you know, my stuff now is through social media marketing and I have done some other things as well, but outside of it that but you know i started with a you know a really a very small facebook friend list of friends you know it was really just people i actually know and like family members and people i went to school with and you know things like that and i've gone from 200 friends on my list to nearly 2000 friends on my list in those 6 months so nice. It just takes a while to do it and get in front of get in front of people. So, yeah, gathering an audience is probably one of the hardest things an uh, entrepreneur can actually come across, especially when they're just getting started. Because I mean, we live in a noisy world right now. Even in, in social medias and everything else, no matter how many reels we put out, no matter how many <laughs> things we yeah. put out there, we still need to you know try to be heard. We turn that megaphone on and hey, I'm here, you know, and that kind of thing. So That's right. I could see That's how right, that could absolutely. be really, really rough to get around. 
It it is. And like you said, it is a very, very noisy environment. I mean, and the the problem is, is that you see so many things like people throwing things at you, you know, do my health and wellness, do this health and wellness, you know, whatever. I mean, even if it's not that particular type of coaching, there's all kinds of business coaching and all kinds of things. And you see these things and I mean, they're everywhere, you know, and I mean, even since I decided to start my business, I actually started my business uh, officially with having already done the research with uh, on like doing using a business coach uh, because there was I mean, I'd never done this before. I really had no idea what I was doing. <laughs> so, um, you know, I actually started my business already having invested in a business coach. And so, you know, kind of hit the ground running with that and to make sure that I got things off on the right foot and knew what to do and how to do it. And even though that's what I did, it still takes time to build that. So. Yeah, it could be overwhelming. It could be really overwhelming what you have to do, especially when you're first starting to get out because you have no idea what's going on. It's good that you it's good to get some help, though. I mean, right. it's it's really an investment to get somebody out there to to help you kind of at least show you a direction to you. Otherwise, you're just all over the place. Exactly. No, 100 percent for sure. No, I mean, I don't think that I would be anywhere remotely close to where I am right now had I not done that, you know, and in, investing in yourself and your business and in your health for that matter. You know, I mean, all of those things are important to be able to actually get any kind of results that you're looking for. So the problem awesome. is that most people aren't willing to to make those investments. So Yeah, I agree. Uh willing and sometimes able too. I mean, sometimes right. business coaches can be a little bit pricey, but like I said before, it's yeah. definitely an investment in yourself. It's not just right. money that you're giving up to to hand somebody say, here, show me how to do it. It's right. here, show me how to do it so I can succeed in what I'm doing. So in essence, it's an investment more than anything else. Exactly. Exactly. Well, on the business coach that I've worked with, I mean, she said something that I think is like 100% accurate. It's that, yes, it costs something to work with a coach, whether it's a business coach or a health and wellness coach or, you know, a, a wealth management or money management coach or whoever it is you're, you're looking at. Yes, it costs something to work with them. But what is it going to cost you not to work with them in the long run? So, you know, for her... Uh, her line of work with the business coach, it's going to cost me time, probably more money or lack of income, really, in the long run, because it's going to take me that much longer to do it without knowing all these things up front. For health and wellness, it costs a person more money and medical expenses or more time of missing out on family or friend activities or being able to enjoy things that they like to be able to do that they're not able to do. There is a significant cost to not invest in yourself and to not do the work to actually feel better and and get up control of your health for sure. Well, you could look back and say, okay, this is what my life would be with this help. And this is what my life would be without that help and see which one, which way you really want to go. Exactly. Exactly. And people just really don't think about it that way. They think, oh, my God, that's five thousand dollars. I'm not doing that. You know, Yeah. and when I saw the price tag on my business coach, I was like, oh, my, that's a lot. But 
I have, after having worked with her already for five months, I 100% believe that she was worth every penny and still is. So. You all keep that in mind when I talk about my business coaching. Okay, school believers, thank you very much. All right. As you go along, I mean, we talked a little bit about this, but do you have any influences or people that you follow or like, I don't know, mentors or anything like that? I mean, we talked about your business coach a little bit, and that's cool. Uh, is there anybody else in your life that possibly that kind of pushed you along a little bit? Um. I think that, um, honestly, my patients that I've worked with have really been a lot of my motivating factors to really keep going. But my business coach has definitely been um, a significant assistance in in moving and keeping that motivation and uh, and being able to move forward and just kind of figuring out, you know, what's the next step. And in working with my patients, you know, it's like, okay, well, what are they struggling with? What are, you know, what are they, what do they need um, in order to be able to, to do better and get better and not have to struggle so much? So, mm-hmm. yeah, because I am still working as the physical therapist as well. So. Oh, okay. That's cool. That, that's mm-hmm. a good way to get the word out too, is that, hey, by the way, you know, but. <laughs> <laughs> But um, if you don't, I don't know if it's okay with you. But who is your uh, who's your um, who's your coach? Can it? Can... Uh, her name is Nicole Spencer. She owns um, Authentic Conversion, is the name of her business. Awesome. I think what we'll do is put her uh, information in the show notes in case anybody wants to get a hold of her. Yeah, for sure, absolutely. Um, if they do, absolutely. Let um, they can also reach out to me, and I can get her information to you as well. And um, I think that you might get a discount if I refer you to her. So, oh, that's always nice. Yeah, I think I think they get a discount if if I refer them to her. So, awesome. Yeah. All right. So, this is actually one of my most favorite questions because I always get this a little bit different for everybody that I talk to, and that's why this really excites me. But as an entrepreneur, when will you know you've made it? When will you know you've gotten to that? plateau like this is exactly where i'm looking to be this is why i wanted to be here what's that look like to you amy um i would say um consistency with bringing new people into my program um and being able to breathe breathing it is very stressful you know it's very stressful starting a business and um to to not feel like I'm drowning my family along with me. You know what I mean? So I'd say that, you know, the consistency with bringing people into my program and and having a little bit more freedom to be able to, you know, take a little extra time to spend an afternoon doing something special with my kids or, um, you know, something like that to have a little bit of less stress. And spend time with your family, it sounds like. I mean, it sounds like to me your family is really important to you, obviously. They are, very much so. All right. Well, that's that's definitely good goals to have. And when you get to that final point where you don't have to worry about money so much, you don't have to stress out about anything so much, and you know you got income coming in that's, you know, just like you said, a lot less stressful. For sure. Good goals. I I'm love sure it. at that point there will be new stressors, but, you know. 
I'm not there yet. So <laughs> there's always is. As long as you keep going, there's always going to be something in there. But you know what we do with that information and what we do with those stresses is what makes us who we are. That's right. Exactly. And I am too stubborn to fail. So okay. I think we all are at one in one way, shape, or form. Yeah. <laughs> right. All right. I like this question because it kind of kind of points things out where you are around other people. So if you were to meet someone that wanted to have a similar entrepreneur adventure as you, what kind of steps okay. would you have them take? What kind of advice would you give them? Um, I would say just make sure that they are consistent. Um, being consistent and making sure that your audience knows that you're going to be there, that they can count on you to be there and you, that you're not just going to, you know, disappear off to the planet for, you know, days at a time and, you know, leave them hanging for sure. The consistency is the biggest thing. Yeah. Consistency is very important. You want to be there every time they expect you to be there, because if you're not there, you lose trust really, really quickly. Right. It takes forever to build it. You can lose it in like three seconds. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's amazing how that works sometimes. <laughs> I know, right? But yeah. being unfortunate, but that's That's just the way it is. Yeah. Especially when you're dealing with people, you have no idea who they are. You know, you kind of have to. Exactly. Exactly. Well, and then there are so many scammers and things out there these days. I mean, it is unreal how many people I have had asked me if I would like to invest in cryptocurrency within a half of a second <laughs> of being like, hey, how's it going? Now, do you want to you want to give me some of your money? No, I don't. Thank you. <laughs> you know, I mean, that's just not how you should do business, you know, I mean, and so even if some of those people are legitimate, you have no idea that they're legitimate because that's the way they present themselves. And it's, that's just not good either. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And, and, you know, it takes a lot of time to, for us to build up that trust just to have somebody else go in there and, and crush it just because they're doing something different than we are, but they're not exactly. you know, actually showing up the way they say they are. Exactly. Well, and the problem is, too, that, you know, because the, you know, social media world is so noisy and that if there are so many, you know, people out there trying to, you know, build their businesses, no matter what it's for, whether they're selling products or doing coaching or, you know, whatever it is, investments or anything, you know, there are so many people doing that stuff. And and there are so many scammers that nobody has any trust anymore, like straight out the bat. Like it doesn't matter, you know, they will just like, you know, totally ignore you, block you or whatever, if there isn't even a hint of any of that, you know, like right away. And so it doesn't even matter before they even know what, who you are, or what you do, they may very well benefit from who you are and what you do, but they've decided, nope, not doing that before you, they even, before they even get there. They end up missing out on a lot of things because their people are so very cautious and, you know, nip it in the bud so quickly. Yeah. It's rough too. Cause it's like, I just want to help you. I genuinely right. want to help you. And they're not accepting exactly. you because of past experiences or anything like that. You're like, Oh, please. Right. <laughs> that actually want to do something for you. Just let me. <laughs> All right. All right. That's awesome. Thank and you. With horse to water, you can't make them drink, right? Yeah, that's exactly right. That's exactly right. All right. 
let's say, for example, if I was looking for services like yours, but there's two other people that has that charges the same amount of money, has a similar experience. What would you actually set you apart from these other two people? Um, so I think there's a, a few things that set me apart from other health and wellness coaches. Um, I think that the first one is the fact that I actually do have a history of being a medical professional, whereas, you know, a lot of like the health coaching programs you see there um, from people who are, you know, personal trainers for a living or whatever, or maybe a nutritionist or something like that. But they, you know, they've always been like in the gym, you know, kind of arena and they pull, you know, from their knowledge of that to, you know, work with people with for weight loss or, you know, things like that. Whereas what I actually focus on, having been a medical professional, I'm actually focusing, focusing, I do, obviously we talk about nutrition we talk about physical activity, of course, because of PT, but I focus on the actual disease process as well and what the actual disease process is doing to your body and why it does that. So you actually get more of a knowledge of what actually is happening to you um, than just, you know, the surface. Oh, of course, you need to eat right and exercise. Right. But why? What is all what is happening and how are all these moving parts related? You know, and um, another thing that I feel like also sets me apart is that I've built this entire program completely from scratch and, um, you know, designed the entire thing on my own from the ground up, whereas there are a lot of programs out there that people have purchased and with the license to be able to rebrand. So it's just a cookie cutter. They're just putting their name on it and selling it as their own. And um, and that is not what my program is. It's completely unique and totally from scratch, nothing prefabricated. That's important too. I mean, it, you could get a, a cookie that's homemade that you made yourself from scratch, or you can get one from a grocery store that's in a package. They're both chocolate chip cookies. But one's definitely right. going to be a lot better than the other. Right. Exactly. And it's I think that's right? that's kind of the way I'm thinking about you because you started this from the ground up. This was your thing. This was your baby from the very beginning. And right. it, it's when you purchase something like that and just kind of go into it, it's not the same experience. I mean, they have the knowledge, yep. but at the same time, they don't because they don't have the experience. You, there's a difference between knowledge and experience. There really is. There, there is. Absolutely. I mean, you can get knowledge from a book, but you can get experience from somebody that's actually lived and worked and did the actual footwork to get to where they are. That's right. Well, and because this is the thing, you know, just because, you know, what a textbook says should be the case, not everything is textbook perfect. And quite frequently, it's not textbook perfect. And there are a lot of cases where, well, this is the general symptoms, but there are lots of people who vary one direction or the other from that general midpoint of a big spectrum of what, they sh what they're experiencing. And being able to kind of take that and fly with it and know how to move beyond that instead of just that textbook perfect situation is important as well. Well, that, that perfect textbook situation doesn't always happen that way. 
It's exactly right. So you need to have the the wherewithal and the knowwithal to be able to point that out and to be able to po- and say this is actually what's going on. Even though the book says this, this is w- real life. This is what's actually happening in front of me. So to be able to have that distinction is is really important. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and I mean, there's a lot of cases like that. I'm actually a case of that. You know, I've had hypothyroidism since I was diagnosed with it when I was 16 years old. So over 20 years ago. And generally speaking, people with hypothyroidism are, like, based on the textbook, supposed to have a difficulty with weight loss and, you know, supposed to be, you know, more heavy set and, you know, all these things. Okay, well, when I was in high school, I ate mac- um, donuts and mashed potatoes for lunch one day because I literally could not gain weight. <laughs> now, I would not do that now, but, you know, at 16 years old, I a six pack of the little uh, chocolate gem donuts and a bowl of mashed potatoes because I had nothing else sounded good in the lunchroom. But that's what I had for lunch. I graduated high school at 106 pounds. Sounds like you had the opposite effect of what should happen. Right. Exactly. That's not what the textbook says should be happening to me. So. Huh. That's interesting. (laughs) This goes to show. Yeah. Well. (laughs) Now, the other thing, too, is you got the ability to niche down to something that's important. A lot of these other people that you're talking about, yeah, they'll try to get into the same field as you. That's not really their niche, though. Because they're coming from a different area, different places of nutrition and things like that. And having that niche for yourself, because that's your specialty area, is is important to have. Exactly. All right. Awesome. That's so great. Thank you for that amazing answer. Yeah, (laughs) no problem. All right. This is one of my favorite questions, but I did steal it from another podcast. So sorry, everybody. Uh, what is the one question that I did not ask? I, everybody has one question. They're always prepared for it, but I never remember or can never get around to asking that perfect question that you had an answer for already. So, I mean, what is that question I didn't ask you? Um, I would say, you know, um, probably what is my offer? For pretty much everybody else I have ever done an interview with has asked me any questions about my businesses exactly what it, what am I offering? So sure. Okay, let's do it. I don't mind doing that. <laughs> so Amy, what is your offer? So I have a coaching program designed specifically for people with chronic diseases to transform their health management so that they can maximize their quality of life and spend less energy on medical care in 12 weeks. And in order to do that, you do need to have three things, the first of which is health literacy. And you need to actually understand your chronic condition. You know, health literacy is very strongly connected to a person's ability to participate in disease management and successfully caring for themselves. And if you don't understand your disease process or the health information that you're being given, then you are significantly more likely to end up in the hospital or the emergency room or develop additional chronic diseases um, or actually even premature death, uh, sadly. Um, But, you know, knowing what your actual disease process is goes a huge long way. The second thing is intuitive lifestyle choices. 
you actually need to learn all the different components of your life and how all of those affect your overall health and from what you eat to your level of physical activity to your mental health and your mindset, stress management. And when you're looking to make a meaningful change, it's important to know where to start, how to progress forward, and how each of your choices on a daily basis are going to influence that. And understanding how each element of your life influences other components as well. And making choices that take each of those multiple areas into consideration is going to end up having a greater impact on your overall results. And then the third thing is long-term implementation and being able to take what you've learned and to continue to implement it moving forward. And so that, you know, if you're not doing that, that, I mean, that's a major key factor in whether or not you're going to end up being successful managing your health moving forward and over the course of the long run. And it'll be important to understand each of the strategies that you are able to utilize on a daily basis that is going to ultimately allow you to maintain more stability with your health condition and be able to have a higher quality of life. And, you know, the daily choices and the activities that you're that you're doing are going to end up decreasing your need for as many doctor's appointments, emergency room visits, hospitalizations, and possibly even reduce your need for some of your medication, hopefully. And, you know, all of these things combined end up resulting in you feeling better, maximizing your quality of life, and end up also resulting in less time, money, and energy spent on medical care in the long run. And the program works because it is a unique combination of the education, the lifestyle, and the mind management that are all based around my unique background and experience as a physical therapist, you know, working with patients actually in their homes seeing firsthand the the struggles that they're dealing with at home, you know, while they're managing in a whole multitude of different chronic diseases. And it my program is different from anything else you'll get from a different medical provider that you've ever worked with because it actually provides you with in-depth explanation of your disease process, but in layman's terms that are much easier to understand. And it gives you the opportunity also to ask as many questions as you have and gives you plenty of time devoted specifically to you without feeling rushed. And, you know, unlike any other health coaching you might receive in a doctor's office, you know, they're still under a major time crunch. You know, it's just created the way the medical field is. It's really created an assembly line type of nature to medical care these days. And so they're still under that time crunch and they've got to get you in and out so that they can get to the next person as well. And this program allows you to move at your own pace over the course of the 12 weeks on your own time from the comfort of your own home. Ask as many questions as you need to, you know, with more of an on-demand nature, you're able to ask a question any time of day and, you know, be able to, you know, not have to wait hours and hours or days or weeks before your next doctor's appointment before you're going to get an answer to those questions. And actually able to spend more time in areas that you're struggling with while being able to move more quickly through things that maybe are a little bit easier for you, all without having to spend hours in a doctor's office. So. Hey, very good, very good. <laughs> That's awesome. A lot of great stuff. Ta-da, yeah. All right. That's awesome. All right. Oh, 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 oh,
what I like to do with all my guests is to get a six-month goal of you, yourself and your business. So where do you see yourself in your business in the next six months, Amy? Um, six months from now, I am hopeful to have officially graduated several people from my 12-week program and uh, hopefully have progressed them into a, you know, like a tier three kind of offer and so that they can continue to work with me if they like. Um, and, um, you know, can consistently bringing new people into my program on a weekly basis. Give me a number. There is no number. There is no number? No, there really isn't. I mean, it would be nice to hit $10,000 a month. Nothing if I had to give that. a number, that's probably it. 10000 a month. There you go. So what I'd like to do with you, Amy, <clears throat> excuse me, I'd like to do with you then is in six months, I'd like to follow up with you again. Sure. Have another episode just like this and to see if you've actually hit that goal. Is that okay? Yeah, absolutely. All right. <clears throat> Whoa, where did that come from? <laughs> Yay, editing. Wow. Okay. There it is. That's back. All right. So, yeah, we'll do that. I, I'd like to have you back on in, in six months and we'll see if you've hit that. Okay. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. All right. All right, Amy, this is your time to shine. This is the time where you just kind of give us an idea of, of your business. You, you actually did a lot of that just a few minutes ago, but kind of give us a short, short version just in case of, you know, how we get a hold of you and what you actually do. Absolutely. So I have a coaching program designed specifically for people with chronic diseases, a whole multitude of chronic diseases. It doesn't have to be just diabetes or heart disease. It can be either of those, COPD, Parkinson's, uh, kidney disease, just plain obesity. You know, it doesn't matter, you know, what your chronic disease is. Any of those are fine. Um, and the program is designed to help you transform your health management so that you can maximize your quality of life and spend less time, money, and energy on medical care in the long run. And the program does last 12 weeks. And um, you know, we kind of go through a whole multitude of different topics. Of course, you know, we do talk about physical activity and we do talk about nutrition. Like I said, we go into more specifics of your actual disease process. We go into a whole lot of other things and, you know, kind of how you're going to get, you know, through with the health literacy, how to make those right lifestyle choices and how to get to the point where you're able to um, successfully have long-term implementation of all of the things we talk about. Awesome. And how do we get a hold of you, Amy? So you can find me on Facebook, um, Amy Rossini. Um, you can friend me or um, you can also find my business page, which is Camp Health and Wellness. And then I also have a uh, private Facebook group you could request to join as well, which is Camp Health and Wellness Better Chronic Disease Management. If you find me uh, via my profile, though, you'll be able to get the links to both my business page as well as the group, too. Um, I'm also on Instagram, Camp Health and Wellness as well there. And um, you actually can find me on, um, send me a message as well on, um, on Google as well. Let me get you the number for that. 502 208 Five eight seven nine, and you can call me there and leave the voicemail, or you can text me there as well. 
Uh, and again, that number is 502-208-5879. All right. Fantastic. All that's actually going to be in the show notes, school believers. So will anybody wants to get a hold of you and not didn't, you know, didn't have a pen and paper handy. You can look into the show notes. I got you covered. No worries. You click on all the good stuff there. Uh, the guest profiles are all on my website. Okay. Amy, thank you so, so much for coming on the Undiscovered Entrepreneur. It's an absolute pleasure to have you. Absolutely. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. All right. All right, school believers, stay tuned for the wrap up. Thank you very much. And you all have a great evening. Goodbye. <laughs> school believers that was amy that was such a great interview i had a just blast talking to amy and she had a lot of great information about her field and what she's doing and you know it's nice for us to actually talk about a couple other things like gathering an audience and consistency and a lot of that stuff could be overwhelming sometimes so we got to understand that it's it's just part of the process and what we do as entrepreneurs being able to niche down into something that's really kind of your specialty in your field that would actually set you apart from everybody else that's just kind of getting in there just to get in there you have the you have the capability to be that different person okay with that being said we're going to go on to what's going to be happening to me lately so uh, a lot of stuff has been happening to me lately especially over the last couple of weeks so believe it or not i actually got a ticket to PodFest. If you've been listening up to this point, you understand that off of PodFest has been really big to me to get to PodFest this year. And I actually received a ticket from none other than Heather Zeitwolf. Now, I don't know if you know who she is or not, and we will be hearing Heather in a later program. I interviewed her for my experience entrepreneur. After I actually talked to her, I realized that she is one of the speakers that's going to be at PodFest, and she had the capability of giving me a ticket. So I now have a ticket to PodFest. So I need to find my way there and a place to stay while I'm there. We are one step closer to getting a PodFest. I want to take you all with me if I, when I go, I'm not going to say if, when I go, you're all coming with me, just so you know ahead of time. So we are really, really close to getting to PodFest. So at this point too, at the time of this recording, we're getting to the lighter end of December, which means the beginning of the year is coming up. So what I'd like to do real quick here is talk to you about a few goals that I have for myself at the beginning of the new year. So goal number one, I'm actually going to start live speaking uh, on Facebook Live. Uh, wherever there is lives, I'm going to be there or at least try to be there on a couple of them at the same time, talking about different types of subjects in starting your entrepreneur adventure, different mindsets, uh, different thinkings, fears, uh, failures, how to deal with failures, things of that nature. These are all going to be speaking engagements I'm making for myself, for you, the new entrepreneurs that are out there listening and watching my podcasts and my YouTube. So this is all for you guys. Also, PodFest. I'm just going to run it through real quick again. It is a goal of mine to make it to PodFest coming up this year in January. I need help. Please help me if you can. Uh, anything to support if you need some work done, whatever it needs, whatever I need to do to actually make it to PodFest is what I'm going to do. 
It's one of my biggest goals for this next year coming up. Also, I'm still working on the Entrepreneur in a Box. That has not been set aside. I am still currently working on it now. I'm also working on some new giveaways, uh, free information, prizes, whatever it has to be that I'm working to help you get across your start line. All of these free giveaways will be available to you over the next year. So stay tuned, subscribe, whatever you want to do to keep informed about what these giveaways are going to be. Also, uh, at the beginning of the year, in January, I will be doing a three-part series of experienced entrepreneurs. I always look forward to these because I always find some fantastic information through the experienced entrepreneurs. So keep an eye out for those that are coming up here real soon. And lastly, I'd like to go over my new segment that's coming up starting on the 5th. January 5th, we have a new segment called Undiscovered Advice. Quick advice from five different entrepreneurs. It's going to be great if you want to skip all the talking and just get to the really good stuff, the stuff that you need to learn from, then Undiscovered Advice is the place for you. So look out for that. All right, everybody. Thank you, everybody, for another great podcast. And I'm looking forward to serving you in the next podcast, which is going to be a coaching. All right, everybody. Thank you. Goodbye. <laughs>